For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody, we're back with Matthew Eichert. Um, We've talked about several things this week. Today's question, um, Matthew, we know that youth ministry isn't just ministry to youth or teenagers, but to the whole family. Um, so a question we ask youth workers, what are some things you've done to foster those relationships with parents? Yeah, um, I'd love to say that I've always done this well, um, <laughs> but I think in the midst of just day-in, day-out ministry, it's, it's maybe easier to just focus on your relationships with the students, um, sometimes to the exclusion of relationships with parents. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes it's, it's easy as well to, you know, fall into the rut of feeling like if you keep parents well informed of, of your movements and your studies and calendar items that you've kind of done, you've checked the box of, of effective parent ministry. <laughs> um, but uh, that's, that's just not really the case <laughs> because parents are real people too. And I think the older I get and the longer I'm in one place, um, you know, there's just the, the reality that parents need ministry. Uh, parents need friends. Uh, parents sometimes need a place to air their frustrations in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we do quarterly parent meetings. You know, we meet every three months and, and we talk through some of the nuts and bolts and I give book recommendations and, and things of that nature. But you know, it's very surface level, mm-hmm. and obviously so. Do you mind just interrupt you a little bit? Sure. Just kind of right more specifically, is that on a Sunday? What time period? How long yeah. is that? Just some of those. Kind oh, of that, yeah, that's a good question. Um, we struggled to find any kind of time that was going to be effective. I'm um, sure. Um, because, again, our, our students and our families, um, we live in the shadow of Clemson University. Our church campus is literally an eighth of a mile from the gates of the university campus. Oh, wow. Um, and because of that shadow, uh, you've got you know academic pressures on our students that are immense because it's getting much harder to get into Clemson University, and they all want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got athletic pressures that are immense. You know, the the football team recently won the national championship, so now every high school, yeah, <laughs> probably for me multiple times, <laughs> uh, but every high schooler you know feels like they have to now be a Division One national championship wow. caliber athlete. Um, that you just got all of these pressures that they feel. And so our families are very busy. Um, they're, they're very, I think, um, they're stretched very thin. And so we've, we've tried several different things. Um, we tried an evening during the week. Uh, that was a terrible idea. Um, we tried sort of piggybacking on our midweek small group time with the youth and it just wasn't well attended either. Um, and, Kind of just through a process of elimination after about four different attempts, we ended up landing on, you know, is this something that we could pull off during the Sunday school hour? And for us, that has been by far the most effective okay. approach to schedule in parent meetings during the Sunday school hour, which is for us is really about 45 minutes, um, gives enough time to share good information, 
uh, to spend some time praying together, to hear their thoughts and concerns. Um, and it also provides a venue where all of the, 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 the children of their entire family have a place to go and be cared for. Uh, absolutely. Because yeah. oftentimes, you know, when you're looking at a parent meeting, um, you have maybe one parent there, and, and if both are there, they've had to schedule on a babysitter. or And so, you know, if you've got nursery all the way through high school, Sunday school, that they have the freedom then to attend, you know, once every you know, three months, uh, a parent meeting in that Sunday school hour. So, Just don't do it on a home game, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, those are the best attended. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's something that you've done is have those, those weekly, or the quarterly, sorry, yeah. parent meetings. Um, what are some other things you done? I kind of interrupted you no, to get no, some logistics fine. there because that's helpful. Uh, yeah. Um, so we have um, now, I'm obviously full-time on our staff with youth and families, but we also have a full-time staff member, uh, a female staff member. And so one of the things that we've tried to prioritize, um, and not always super effectively, but, but one of the things that we just kind of always have on our to-do list is, you know, personal one-on-one -on -one meetings with parents. Mm. So uh, Bailey, who is our full-time female staff member, um, she'll meet with moms, and they'll grab coffee, they'll grab lunch. Um, you know, they'll go for walks together in the morning or during the school hours when the kids are unavailable. Um, and I'll I'll try to do the same with dads. Where I love to cook, so sometimes I'll have dads into my house, and I'll just cook us some breakfast, and um, or we'll meet at you know a local meet and three for lunch, and I'll go to them. And I think that's essential. I always make the effort to go to them. Because, you know, for me, it's my job to minister to people. For them, you know, that's a closed window of time, mm -hmm. you know, 30 minutes, an hour, that we have to be pretty um, pretty faithful to. So um, just trying to meet with parents and talk with parents one-on-one um, -on -one as well. And it's interesting, and I don't want to make this sound derogatory at all, but, you know, as you get to talk with parents and interact with parents in that way, like you realize that, for all the insecurities that you carry as a pastor, they carry some of the same insecurities mm -hmm. as a parent. Mm -hmm. You know, am I doing this right? I don't even know. Like things, I, I can't take credit for my child's successes. And like, I, I, but I feel personally responsible for all their failures. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it, uh, that's just been so beneficial mm -hmm. to have those conversations. Uh, you also learn a heck of a lot about your students when you oh, talk yeah. to their parents. Yep. Like, oh, well that's why Johnny <laughs> You know, thinks that way about that, and it's not always a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes you realize that a student has a fantastic handle on a particular part of a biblical worldview because that's just something their mom and dad emphasize all the time in their home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's been something we've tried to make make a point of as well. That's good. I know oftentimes youth workers are intimidated by the parents. Oftentimes youth workers are younger than the parents. Some youth workers don't have children, and so they feel like the parents are you know, looking down on them because of that. Was that something, did somebody have to kind of nudge you along to say, hey, you need to meet with parents? Or is that just something you kind of naturally did was a little easier for you? I would say it was something I always felt a burden to do, but it was intimidating initially. I mean, just the idea of, you know, kind of putting myself out there to spend an hour with a dad. Um, and a lot of people in our church are very well educated because they're college professors. So, you know, here sits a dad who's a PhD who, you know, just discovered a planet and we literally have a dad in our <laughs> church. Serious? Yes. He's a, he's an astrophysicist. <laughs> um, so, you know, here I, here I sit and you're like, so, uh, how about those tigers? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that was intimidating. But um, God's been really gracious in that, you know, when we approach those times together, I mean, 99 times out of 100, it is always just this beautiful meeting of life and laughter around the gospel. And um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's been something that was intimidating for me, uh, particularly early on, because I was only 27 when I got to Clemson Perez, and we'd been married for only a couple years. So we were just kind of holding new at this whole adult life thing. Yeah. Um, but the longer I've been there, even though Rachel and I don't have children yet, um, I think it's just becoming easier and easier and easier. Yeah. That, that's a, just a good encouragement for other youth workers out there to hear that, yeah, there can be some initial intimidation and fear um, to do this, but just the dividends that pays down the road. I mean, um, not like we're manipulating parents or anything like that, but just to, to sit down with a parent and them get to know you, you get to know them. Um, it just fosters a deeper relationship. There's more trust there. Um, so, yeah, that's that's excellent. I think, yeah, definitely vital um, to be meeting consistently with parents and not just with youth. Because, I mean, I was the same way. Mm-hmm. Starting out, I thought the parents were kind of in the way of ministry, and I just needed yeah. to get them out of the way and focus on the students. Um, that's a good reminder. Anything else you want to add to that? I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. Um, but, I mean, it's just... It, Actually, there is one other thing I'd like yeah, to share. I referenced it a little earlier. I think in working with parents, and this is maybe going to sound really odd coming out of my mouth, and hopefully I can explain it well. But early on, you know, I think everyone who works in youth ministry for any amount of time, there's going to come a time where you just get reamed out by a parent. You know, somebody's going to walk into your office. They're going to shoot off the email. They're you know, going to call your phone. Um, or maybe even worse, you're going to hear about it through another parent or sometimes even through a student that they are just, you know, they are just ready to, they're out for blood. Yeah. Um, and early on, you know, with my people pleasing streak, I I just didn't know what to do with that. And sometimes I would realize it's like, I, I don't even feel like I have anything to like confess or repent of here. Like, I don't even know where this came from or you know, we're talking, I mean, we're just talking about stuff that's just life. It's not even that big of a deal. Yeah. But it occurred to me at some point, and my senior pastor, David Sinclair, was very helpful in helping me process through this, but it occurred to me at one point that for most people, the church and your pastor is like the one safe place where you can let your guard down and just let it all hang out. And... You know, 99% of the time, and I, I don't think, I'm not trying to absolve myself of all, you know, wrongdoing, but 99% of the time, parents are, are coming because they, they may be frustrated by anything and everything else. And so they're just coming with, with an opportunity to say, I am angry, I'm frustrated, I'm disappointed. I'm, and so again, I think coming back to be patient, mm-hmm. be kind, be driven by the gospel, um, and, and just be willing to hear and to listen and to speak when given opportunity. Um, and, and to, I, I would guess I would say to other youth workers maybe listening to this, um, you, do, you don't have to quit your job <laughs> or feel like you're an absolute failure um, just because there's one difficult conversation with a parent. You know, try to understand the context. Try to understand what else is going on there. And certainly explore your own heart as well. But yeah. 
man, that's that's huge advice because, like you said, it's going to happen. If it hasn't, you know, if somebody's mm-hmm. listening to this, they haven't gotten the email or the angry phone call, um, it will happen. Um, and so, yeah, that's some encouraging truth to cling to in the midst of that. So, thanks so much, Matthew. Welcome.